What do you say to those who believe that seeking counseling for mental health issues is a sign of low iman? This is a very important question. I'll make a confession, brothers and sisters. I used to say this 25 years ago. I used to say exactly this. When I first graduated from my university, when I first studied Islam, I'm not exonerating, but this is exactly what I was taught as well. That, you know, people who don't know psychology, psychiatry, you know, this is what I was taught, is that if you have Iman, you will never be depressed. I was taught this, and I, told, and I believe this. If you have Iman, it's not gonna, you're never going to have depression. And I remember vividly, I gave khutbah, thank God it wasn't recorded, alhamdulillah, it wasn't recorded, or else Allah knows I have to deal with that, recording 10 second clip as well, Allah mustahan. You know, people change and evolve, people have idea, but anyway, so alhamdulillah, that one wasn't recorded, but I gave a khutbah in my community in Houston, many, 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 literally in the, you know, late 90s or something. Back in, there was no YouTube, there was no internet back then, that's how, that's how old we are, some of the youth are like, how did you live without internet? No, we lived without cell phones, can you believe? We lived without cell phones back in the day. We, we saw the rise of all of this. So. Um, the, I gave a khutbah and I literally said on the mimbar, a person who has iman shall never be depressed. If you have depression, this means you're weak in iman. Astaghfirullah, I ask Allah's forgiveness. I said this. Afterwards, one of my students who was a therapist and a counselor, and may Allah bless and reward, and I'm still in touch with this therapist, he approached me with wisdom and he's older than me. He's a student in Islam, but he's older than me and he has a speciality I don't have. And he said to me, Sheikh, before you make such statements, do some research. Allah has blessed you to be speaking to people. Perhaps you might say something outside of your speciality and it will harm them. Be careful in what you're saying. And he said it in a gentle way. You know, we are human beings. If I make a mistake, Sheikh, you make a mistake, approach like a brother and you know, we might correct ourselves. Alhamdulillah, he approached with wisdom. And he made me think, and I began asking, researching, asking, researching. And subhanAllah, it became very clear to me that I was wrong. And my understanding of certain verses was wrong. And I have met people in the course of my, you know, as being an imam and a sheikh, you meet people in your community. I have met people who have told me, point blank, that nothing could help them unless and until they finally went to a psychiatrist or a therapist. Sometimes it is an imbalance of the brain, some, a chemical imbalance. What are they going to do? They need the, the medicine. Sometimes it is some type of trauma that happened to them as a child or something. I don't want to get too explicit, but use your imagination. Some of the worst things that might happen you know, to a young man or woman. Uh, think about that. That trauma, it needs to be unpacked by a trained counselor. You need to unravel that internal damage of the mind. And it cannot be done except by somebody who's had the appropriate training to do it. And again, allow me to be very frank amongst all of you. We study Islamic law and Sharia and Hadith and Quran and Tafsir, which is what we're supposed to study in madrasas. We don't study psychiatry. We don't study therapy. So understand the Imam has a role, the Sheikh has a role, the doctor has a role, the therapist has a role. As the Prophet said, give everyone the role and right that is due unto them. So, it is possible for a person to have strong Iman and still undergo aspects of depression for beyond their control. As I gave you two simple examples, Iman is not going to solve a chemical imbalance, you need to go to the doctor. 
Iman is not going to solve childhood trauma necessarily. It might, it might not. I will say though, I will say this. There are three things that should help everybody. It's never going to harm you. I call them the three F's when it comes to counseling, when it comes to therapy. Faith, family, and friends. These are the three F's of counseling. If you do them and you still are struggling, then seek out professional help. But try, first and foremost, see if it's possible for you to grapple with it. And no doubt, more Iman is never going to harm you. And for many people, having a strong relationship with their religion does help them overcome stress, does help them overcome anxiety. For many people, and having a loving family, and having a strong friendship based, and speaking with them, and engaging with them. But not everybody, not everybody, sometimes you need to go beyond this. And simply, if somebody like me were to continue to say this, forgive me for that slip up, I did it once. If I were to say on the mimbar, oh, if you have anxiety and stress, this means you have low iman. I've actually made a person's situation worse. He's already struggling with self-depression. He's already struggling with his own. Now the shaykh comes and says, oh, not only are you depressed, you don't even have iman. Subhanallah, I was young and foolish. May Allah forgive me. I, I didn't understand. I have a responsibility when I speak outside of my area to do my research. And ever since then, I actually say very publicly, I made a mistake. Iman is not going to solve every issue. Yes, it will solve a lot of them. No doubt. I'm not going to. That's true. And yes, Iman will always help. But sometimes it is beyond just a simple faith. Sometimes it is something that has happened to you that, as I said, needs to be. I, I, I have met people like this I, in my own community. I know them that they have had some trauma in the past or another person was having suicidal thoughts, goes to the doctor, turns out he literally has a hormonal imbalance, literally. And he has to take some medication that makes the hormonal imbalance normal and all of a sudden he's normal. And when he was going through those suicidal thoughts, his friends and others were saying, oh, Iman, Iman, it has nothing to do with faith. At that stage, it was his hormonal imbalance. You have to go and get tested by professionals. So we need to remove the stigma. We need to remove the stigma that unfortunately a lot of us have with mental health. Again, I grew up in the 80s. Many of us who grew up in the 80s, we felt mental health was a bit of a sham. We felt that only if you're loony, crazy, right? Only if you're something that you're not normal, you have to go to a psychiatrist. We are now discovering that this is a very new field. And let's leave it to the experts of that field. Okay, as you Brits say, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Okay, so let's leave it to the experts, it's their cup of tea. Nobody should be discouraged from going to seek help. And, you know, I'm coming to you from America. I, I don't know about the situation in England, I don't know. In Dallas last year, we had six janazas of young men and women who committed suicide. Janazas in our masjids, six. Our com extended, all of the masajid in Dallas, in one city, young, bright, future ahead of them. I don't know why this is happening. I don't understand. I, I, I gave a khutbah, listen, as an, now I'm an elder now, you guys have so many things we didn't have. To us, it looks like the youngsters are literally, they have their iPads, their iPhones, they have the internet, they have so many perks. Why would you possibly be depressed? 
But the number two cause of young men and women's death in America is suicide. Overall, not Muslims. Overall, number two cause is taking your own life. I mean, we need to learn and educate ourselves that dynamics outside our community is affecting our community as well. So please, brothers and sisters, don't trivialize mental health. If you have a family member struggling with anxiety issues, if you see symptoms of depression, which means all of us need to study symptoms of depression. I don't have time to get into it, but inshallah your khatibs and your counselors here will tell you. If you see symptoms of possible suicide in extended family, isn't it over here, say if you see something, say something, right? If you see something of your family members, say something, get involved. Get involved, speak to them. See what can be done. I had a young man in my own office. This is me speaking to him last year during the COVID crisis. He's crying, he's 18, 19 years old. And he goes, and I had a long discussion with him. One of the things he said, it really resonated with me. He goes, were it not for the fact that I know my mother loves me, and if I did what I wanna do, she would be hurt, I would commit suicide right now. This is a Muslim young man telling me this. I'm not qualified to deal with this type of mental issue. I didn't train like this in Medina. That's not what they're supposed to be trained. I immediately put him in touch with a specialist and a counselor. But he's coming to me because I'm the sheikh figure. He trusts me. And I said, okay, no problem, inshallah. We're going we're gonna to deal with this together. And later on, alhamdulillah, a few months later, he came to me. Alhamdulillah, things are much better. Now on a track of normalcy, whatnot. He needed to unpack whatever it was. He needed to have a professional therapist. And he said to me, I'm reading Quran, I'm praying tahajjud, but these thoughts are still coming. This is the one that had the chemical imbalance, by the way. Subhanallah, now you tell me. The chemical imbalance was the one that is causing him to contemplate suicide. And the poor guy is being told, it's your iman, your iman. And he's saying, I'm trying, I'm praying tahajjud, I'm reading Quran. Miskeen, he was told, your iman is weak. And now he feels even worse. I didn't say this one by the way, not me. Somebody else, right? And he's coming to me. I said, no, no, your iman is not weak. You're trying, alhamdulillah. It's, but no problem. Seek help and therapy. So please, brothers and sisters, remove the stigma for mental health. It's a new world we're living in. And we're discovering that mental disease is just like a physical disease. You know, there is no stigma we have for physical disease, right? Somebody has cancer, we encourage them. Go to the best doctor. But for some weird reason, if somebody has a mental issue, we think there's nothing. Oh, it's just in your mind. Maybe it is, but first find out. I'll be the first to say, maybe it is something imaginary, but first find out. And make sure and verify that it is something that can be treated with faith, family, and friends. If not, then therapy and counseling will help, and we should embrace this, inshaAllah ta'ala. <laughs> إذا ما قال لي ربي أما استحييته تعصيني ولا تخشى من العتب وتخفي الذنب عن خلقي وتأبى في الهوى قربي فتب مما جنيت عسى تعود إليه